All right. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Awaken Health Podcast. I am your host, Alana Kayla, and I'm so happy to have you back with me this week. Last week, I did not record the soul working um, podcast that I was supposed to be doing, and I realized it halfway on our trip to uh, Mexico that it hadn't been recorded, but I'm kind of thankful that I hadn't recorded it just yet because parts of me were still working on how I was going to present this. I'm also still working on ways that I'm integrating it in my life. And so, you know, I've had some very exponential things happen over the past few days that is going to allow me to bring this to a bigger um, and better podcast for you. So I am going to begin. And if you're new to the podcast or you're new to the series, what we're going to be touching base on is talking about how you can integrate and have overall well balance um, in your day to day life and your overall health. A lot of the times we approach health in this aspect of needing to lose weight. And that's typically just such a tunnel vision way of looking at it. When you can also integrate different ways to heighten your energy overall. And I call this the trifecta of energy. So again, if you haven't been listening, or this is your first time listening, the trifecta of energy is just going to be your body, your mindset, and your soul level or spirit level work that you do in order to grow and blossom. So I'll allow you to go back to the previous episodes if you haven't tuned into that part. I highly encourage it from, um, I believe it was two weeks ago now that I began this journey, and now we're going to go ahead and further this, and I'm really excited to do so with you today. And so when we talk about soul or spirit healing, what we talk about for me and what my interpretation and my definition of it, and you may find other coaches, you may find other gurus or whoever that does it a lot differently and that's okay. My hope for you is that if you do listen to other coaches or if you are listening to other gurus or down the line, you find other people, that's terrific but taking away what you need from this. Not everything I will say will hit a point, but the importance of it is that you take what you need, what your soul needs, what your spirit needs, and you go from there. And if you find someone else that says something a little contradictory to what I'm saying, or maybe it's a complete opposite or something new, again, just take what you need and you can combine a combination of everything. You know, a lot of the times when we get into the spiritual work or even in the soul purpose work, there's a lot of like, again, we come and kind of come back to like these rules and guidelines instead of just touching base with our intuition, whether this is, you know, charging your crystals on an eclipse that, you know, I had a lot of heat on that the other day and I went with my intuition. I went with what felt good. I was in a really good vibe. It felt right to me. And so whether, you know, as you go about this, whatever you do, as long as you just follow your intuition and you allow it to lead you to where you need to go. And so part of the work that we're talking about with the trifecta of energy is that you're figuring out your intuition. You're diving deeper into your soul. You're diving deeper into who you really are. And there's a few aspects that I will point out with this is that one that really hit me with my mentor, uh, Melissa, was, you know, who was I as a child? And it's such a great question to just always come back to. It's always something I revisit and I touch base on to see who was I as a kid? Um, because 
there was a lot of things that I kind of blocked out or I didn't really recognize as being true to myself um, because they had been so pushed down. And so this was like the first step into working in my soul's purpose. And it's so funny to say is that when I was a kid, I used to pretend I was a witch. I used to pretend that I was writing spells. I used to also write letters to Jesus and up with my manifestations. Like I wanted, and then I would pray on what I wanted and then it would come. I also used to think like, and this is so, this is part of my shadow aspect that I didn't really talk about before. I also would pretend that I could control the wind. It's just like this weird, you know, place I was in, I also thought that I would become wildly famous. And maybe that was part of where I was. I didn't want to be anymore. I'm not really sure. But, you know, it's interesting to come back full circle. Like I used to collect crystals too. Like my my dad used to take me to the gym and mineral show here. And I used to collect crystals. And then not even just that, I would collect just random rocks that I saw. And my daughter does the same thing. So it's kind of cute. And I would love these rocks and I would put them under my bed and I would like take care of them. And now I'm just coming full circle with all the crystals that I have. I collect seashells. I collect, my daughter collects rocks for me that she sees outside that are meaningful. And I keep the ones that I like because um, not all of them are, are that special. <laughs> and I like candles and I'm very into this person that I was before. And I'm really excited to be connecting back to who I was, but I also, outside of the spiritual realm, I was very um, talkative. I talked a lot, and this is probably why I love doing a podcast, is I love talking. It's something I enjoy very much, and um, I used to talk so much that my family would pay me to be quiet. Um, They would give me a quarter to be quiet, like it would be called quiet time, and it was, you know, So I slowly started to stop talking in some aspects. I guess it was around who I was with. Um, And then I also, you know, other parts of me was very extroverted. I used to dance on top of our fireplace. I used to act out plays. I used to choreograph things. Like I was very extroverted. And as I continued my life, I became very introverted. And, you know, whether we say that's trauma or I just kind of grew up or, you know, I didn't feel there's so many things I'm working on and maybe I'll do a whole nother episode on this. And if you're interested, um, but I, I've been doing the work and I wasn't, I stopped liking being seen. I didn't like being seen. It was just like this negative thing, um, for me. And so, you know, kind of coming back to that and trying to tap into who I am is going to be really important for my work. So how does this tie in with your soul or spirit? Well, you connect back to who you really innately are um, before the world started telling you that it was wrong or before your parents started telling you you were too much. And, you know, and it's not blaming anyone. And that's very huge in this work that you will continue to do And this. You know, I will highly encourage if you do start to do this, you know, there's I'll give you the baby steps, the things to kind of put wet your feet a little bit. But going forward, you may want to hire a coach. Um, I do this coaching with my clients even now, even if they get into the um, signature program, Aligned Lifestyle, it's something huge that we do because it also helps with that very bottom level of like when you start working on your mindset, like understanding why your mindset is the way that it is and how you can change it. And so it definitely is great to be supported while you do this journey. So 
However, you know, um, where was I going? You know, my little tangents, I get all off. So let's talk about how can you get into this with wetting your feet um, and understanding that it's going to take some time and there's layers to it. You know, I've heard it be compared to like an onion. The deeper you get, the more that things are exposed. Oh, that's what I was saying. We're not blaming anyone. <laughs> that, I'm going to come back to that. You're not blaming your parents. You're not blaming anyone. You're not playing the victim anymore. This is about taking radical responsibility for your life now. You know, you can't really control the things that happened in your past anymore. You have no control over that, actually. Um, the past is the past, but you can learn from it and you can evolve and you can push forward. Um, and, you know, it's always important. Oops, sorry. Um, I like to humanize people. And I realize that my parents did the best that they could. They were also in their own healing process. I understand that kids that bullied me, though it was wrong, that doesn't mean that they weren't going through their own things. And I was just the, the person that got the heat for it, whatever that may be. And so, you know, this isn't about that. It's about, you know, freeing yourself from this box that you've put yourself in over the years of what people see you as. And it's about breaking that and becoming very aligned with who you really are and what really makes you happy. So one side is healing. You know, there's going to be, again, mentors out there um, that will tell you that, you know, talking about it isn't going to work or thinking about it isn't going to help um, or not to think or even go back there. Healing isn't that part isn't necessary. But deciding who you want to be moving forward, that's going to be one side of it. You're going to take what works best for you. I've tried the whole not going back there, but there's still like this energetic block for me um, a lot of the time. So I'm going back there and I'm healing it, but with a very open mind. And so you take with what you want. That's one side is healing and working on childhood trauma or childhood um problems that you may have had. Maybe it wasn't trauma, but maybe you were bullied. Maybe it wasn't like what you would consider trauma. That's another thing is that we do is that we downgrade what we went through because it wasn't as bad as someone else. Of course, someone else is always going to have it worse than what we have and someone's going to have it better than us. But, you know, for you, that may have been traumatic and just accepting that. So this is one side of it. But let's kind of talk about the other side of it is your purpose, your passions. You know, a lot of the time we don't follow what we want to do because it's not logical or it's not accepted or that's not how we were raised. But this is where you kind of touch back into your inner child or who you were before things kind of started going crazy. And you know so who what, what's this purpose what does that look like and that take, can take some time but most likely you already know what you want to do you're just waiting for it to be more acceptable you're you're waiting for something to come up and and then you're not trusting that innate feeling within you to follow that lead you know it doesn't mean quitting your job if that's your stable job i'm not saying like everyone should become an entrepreneur and own their own business but what i'm saying is like following a passion and having a hobby and making and um being around the community that is like like-minded people with you because that is a quick way to make sure that, and to help you know that you are accepted and loved as just as you are um, you know, part of this work also says that like, you know, affirmations, a lot of people say affirmations don't work. And some people will say affirmations do work. Um, I will say what my perspective and my personal experience is like, 
So I have these thoughts. I have affirmations already. You're already saying affirmations to yourself, whether I'm not worthy enough, I'm not taken seriously, I'm, I'm too dramatic. You're already having these thoughts or, you know, when it comes to body image, you know, you're saying I'm too fat or I'm too skinny or I'm not enough or, you know, I look awful in this outfit. You already have those affirmations. But with, affirm with the ones that you create, on your own, whether again, this is because you come up with them on your own or you're scrolling Pinterest, however this looks for you, you're replacing that thought with something new, but that doesn't instantly translate into your subconscious, you know? So this is for me, what I like to have people do is getting behind when that makes sense and that they can kind of feel it. They can kind of start to be okay with it, you know? If you're someone that um, thinks that you are too dramatic and then you start saying, you know, I'm not dramatic, I'm perfect, or um, my reactions are normal, and that just feels super far off from you, or you're saying like, I'm a millionaire, for example, I think that's a better way. If you're saying I'm a millionaire, but that feels so far away from where you are, then that's not gonna be believable, that's not gonna get down to your subconscious, that's not gonna change anything. So this is why they say baby steps create a lot of this is what I've heard is like they create that quantum leap that we're looking for. And so choosing something that you can get behind and even if it's just a neutral feeling, that's a beginning and being able to start to visualize it and feeling it and allowing it to absorb into your soul and into your subconscious and, you know, being more comfortable with saying it in front of people. Um, you know, if you are starting your own business or you plan to be the boss of your company one day and that feels really weird to say out loud to people, then, you know, starting to talk to yourself in the mirror is part of this. So let's get to the the, the steps because I could go on and on about this all day because it's it's huge. This is such an amazing part to work on and changing your energy and changing what you want because what I will say is that a lot of the time, what we want isn't what we think we want. It's what we think we should have or what we're supposed to have or supposed to do. We also think that what we want will change our feelings or change how we um, feel emotionally and how we perceive life, but that's not the truth. I mean, there's all these millionaires out there that um, aren't actually happy, you know? And so that's not the truth. It's about just becoming what you wanna feel and so forth. So let's talk about the steps into this. So the first thing I will say is like journaling is going to be huge. I talked about this in the mindset work as well. And I probably talk about it in the, uh, as far as the body goes, because when you start to journal, you start to think outside of your brain. You know, you don't really realize how much you're thinking until you have a journal in front of you and you start calling yourself out. So I'm just going to give like a skeleton outline. So say you're working on some like a block or an aspect of yourself you no longer want. Um, so, so let's say you want to be successful, but all you see yourself as a, as a failure. So you would journal, how am I feeling? So I highly recommend to have notes out, but putting down like, how am I feeling right now? And then once you start to write down how you are feeling, you know, not getting entangled in it, not getting all crazy, but if that makes it feel good to you, then you can do that too. Um, just knowing that you don't need to start to feel worse. So like if you're starting to feel worse and not better, then you're probably going too far to this like deep, um, deeper part of you. Um, and it's not really benefiting you. Just in my opinion, you can try it out for yourself and see, 
But, you know, typically I just keep mine very short. I keep it very objective. So if I'm saying we're going to go back to this failure, how am I feeling today? I'm feeling like a failure. I'm feeling like I'll never succeed. I'm feeling like this will never work out. Um, I'm feeling like no one's going to take me seriously. And one of my old ones was I feel like I'm running a lemonade stand. So say that that's how you're feeling. Um, and this can also go with like your body as well. And then you can put, well, well, why am I feeling this way? I'm feeling this way because what it looks like to me right now is that nothing's working out. This is what my mind has created. And this is how I'm starting to feel. You know, I'm starting to feel like nothing's going to work. I haven't even done it. And then you can follow up with, well, is this true? Are you, am I really a failure? And you know, if the answer is yes, then maybe dive into a little bit deeper. But most of the time for me, the answer is no. And then when the answer is no, I'm like, well, how can I change this? How can I flip this thought I have about myself into something positive? And this is where you create and you grab evidence. And so when was times that you felt like a failure before you thought it wasn't going to work out and it always has worked out and pulling that into light and kind of showing the shadow part of yourself, hey, like I felt this way before and it always works out for me. I'm not a failure. I'm only feeling this way because I allow myself to feel this way, you know? So regardless if someone told you as a kid that you were a failure, you can take responsibility about how you feel now and taking ownership of that. And that kind of disperses the light, you know, um, in this program I'm doing. It also talks about like talking to people and talking to people how you feel and kind of shining the light publicly on it. But you can begin to do it with people you're more comfortable with saying, I feel this way and it makes me really uncomfortable. And you can just tell them that you just want to be heard. You don't need their opinion. You don't need their advice. But for me, as a, I'm into human design, so I'm a projector um, and I have sounding board. And so for me to talk out loud really just points out some of my like flawed thoughts. Um, as soon as I start talking to someone, I already have it f figured out. Like, you know, so finding someone that might, that might work for you as well instead of journaling, but you know, just kind of talking it out. So let's just recap the journaling prompts is how am I feeling today? Well, why am I feeling this way? Is it true? And how can I change how I feel instead to something better? And then gathering your evidence. That is a five point system that will definitely take you to a higher vibration, but even further is into a higher emotional state, which is the same. And you will start to feel better. And if not better, you will at least start to feel more neutral and okay and calming down this fight or flight. And I'm going to be talking about this more um, response that you may be having. And so that's one of the ways is, you know, journaling, also talking out loud to someone, someone you're comfortable with. I wouldn't say going to talk to someone um, that's going to pass judgment on you um, or that you feel already uncomfortable. It, but you can even just talk to yourself. I've had people tell me that they um, record on their um, they record voice recordings on their phone and they talk out loud to themselves, whatever that looks like for you. But also starting to connect. The other one, I really I like this one a lot, is like looking at an old picture of yourself when you were like a kid. Maybe this is three, three to ten years old. Who were you? What were you like? Kind of tapping into that. One day I was talking to a client and I asked her, what does she want to be when she grew up? And she said a few things. And then 
you know, as the conversation went further, she was like, I just wanted to create and she wanted to be a photographer. Um, and she always just felt like that was silly. Like she had kind of blocked that out of her memory because it felt silly. Someone may have told her that it was silly or not realistic or not a real job. And so she blocked that, that desire out of her mind. And so, you know, that's another huge way to start doing the spirit work or the soul work is like, what is my purpose? What is my passion? And again, it's not about quitting your job, but it's just about doing things that make you happy and like bring pleasure to your life. You know, is it taking pictures? Is it doing artwork? Is it, you know, hiking? Is it, you know, doing a nonprofit? Is it volunteering? Is it, um, you know, teaching people things online, whatever that is, like, it doesn't mean that you have to quit your job necessarily. That's also very confused. I think it's like your purpose sometimes to people means that your purpose isn't to work out as a medical assistant. You know, that might be your purpose. That might be your job is to be the advocate for the people in the world, because we all know that the medical system can be a big failure and they may need you to advocate for them. That's a huge part of what I was as a medical assistant. If you don't know, I was a medical assistant and I loved it and I wanted to do it because I wanted to be able to advocate for people because I see it all the time, people being complacent. That's a different conversation, you know? So don't limit what you do, but you maybe just try to start to think about, well, what is it that you do wanna do and what really makes you excited? The other part is healing. And I think this is like a day and night day and night kind of situation, you know? So you have the purpose, you figure that out, and then you kind of see what's your anchor, what's holding you down, what's pulling you down into that deep, dark sea that's not allowing you to come up and float and be this beautiful mermaid that you are. And so that's what I call spirit work. So, you know, again, kind of just retouching base is journaling or talking these five points out loud. Um, beginning to come back to what was it that you want to do as a child and how does that relate to the world that we live in now and how can you integrate it? You know, a lot of us wanted to be lawyers. I'm pretty sure it's because we all go through this phase where we're very argumentative um, and can prove a point, you know, um, but dig a little deeper and maybe it is to be a lawyer, whatever that is, like try to just journal out all kinds of things. My favorite form of doing this for purpose is writing down all the things you can think of that brain dump all the careers, all the passions, everything that makes you excited or maybe doesn't make you excited, but just comes to your mind and then write it all down, get it out of your mind and then cross out the ones that like really aren't what you thought or they weren't really what you feel for. Um, and maybe start to focus on a few of them and seeing which ones really do spark your interest and kind of just going along that way. You are so very important and you deserve to be happy. If no one has told you this in the last decade, in the last year, in the last week, you deserve to be happy and you deserve to heal and you deserve to um, ascend and be this transformational person. And you don't need to hold on to the past. I saw this beautiful quote and I'm, I wish I could... Um, who said it I uh, was on Pinterest and it said your future self needs you but your past self does not and so stop holding yourself back in the past and stop draining your energy doing things that you feel like you have to do and start allowing your energy to 
flow to doing the things that you want to do. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying like, don't do anything that you don't want to do 100%, but like, stop doing the things that are draining you. And this will allow you to set up better boundaries and start, start living more true to yourself. And how do you start to do that? You start to get to know yourself on a very soul level. And what are the things that are holding you back? And you'll start to see the things, you know, in school, when I was learning to become a life coach, I was taught that there was like these universal law, like lessons, and we keep learning them over and over again. And most of us are learning the same thing, um, or we keep experiencing them until they're learned. But this really puts in this foundational belief that we're not worthy or that we're going to be a failure or owning your own business is stupid or owning a nonprofit or volunteering is a waste of time because time is money, you know, all these crazy things, but they are reoccurring things in our life. And so they've been um, compacted into our brain, into our subconscious mind, and we believe it to be true. And then we're not living our true identity of who we want to be because it's not okay to society. But that doesn't matter if we, I think my true belief is that if we could all just start to do things more that make us happy, just a 10% more happier than normal, then I think we would have a lot better society and we allow people to just kind of be a little bit more free with what they think and how they want to be. I do truly believe that it can be a better world. Um, and I do see that improving every single day. So again, I do apologize that this was not out on Friday, but I'm also very happy that I am recording it now for you. Uh, enjoy, dig in. If you have any questions about this topic, please send me a message again. Um, with soul or spiritual work, I do recommend to find a mentor. Um, I am taking clients right now. and But if not, you find someone that really gets you and that makes you feel safe, that is the most important to me is that you're in a very safe environment. Um, I do want to take a second to mention that I have another workshop coming up. It's called On Stress Your Life. This workshop is going to be about turning stressful situations into a more positive aspect into your life and learning to evolve and grow from it um, instead of allowing it to manifest in physical symptoms or relying on emotional eating to help add some ease. You will learn some basic techniques to start to ease it yourself in the moment and calming down your fight or flight. All my energetic workshops are $10. If you're not able to make it to the energetic workshop at the time that will be selected, no worries. You get the recorded um, of the workshop and you get access to it for a lifetime so you can rewatch it over and over which also, if you ever read a book or have any other workshops, recommend that as well, because every time you re-listen to it, there will be something new that you will get out of it, and you are a new person every time you listen to it. So to sign up, go to the link in the show notes. I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care.